0: Hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington.
1: And I'm Bill Knight. Hope you had a great weekend. You know, it was uh, exciting from my uh, point of view, but that was a whole whole different story. What
0: happened to make, make your weekend so exciting? Well, I mean, there were... Two things. I mean, there was a thing. I don't, I don't, you had don't two things that were exciting happen in one weekend. My oh, hey, yeah, gosh! I saw them, the street the lights weekend. go on uh, last night. That was exciting. And really? Yeah, it's amazing. About seven thirty, they. Oh am god! Look at the streetlights went on. Really? Maybe, maybe it was five thirty. Come to think
1: of it. it, yeah. Well, no, I was I was actually going out to go shopping, and I said oh, I'll go see my son over his, uh, you know, place of work, and. Swing by there. I have to go over this bridge. And as I'm driving along, I'm talking to a friend. And I'm going, Oh my God. Oh, you know, saying all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Because what I see developing is a car racing at a high speed. Speed limit's 35 miles an hour.
0: How fast was this guy going?
1: They, the police asked me that because I was the witness to uh, what transpired.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, I don't know, but he had to be going 65, 75 miles an hour. He was flying, literally, actually flying. He lost mm-hmm. control of his car two other cars behind him
0: Mm
1: -hmm. he was coming a young guy apparently coming from a party and he clipped the sidewalk on the bridge that goes over the susquehanna river and then the car kind of flipped up on its side and then went back down and swerved left right looked like a nascar car that lost it and was getting ready to just blow up and Mm -hmm. fly on the parts which it blew up and flew into parts, into parts. <laughs> yeah. and then it, it you know that the the ones the slow lane that he was speeding in comes to an abrupt end mm-hmm. and there's a curb and a sign he hit the abrupt end tore out the undercage of the car the wheels were off the car it became a bobsled and i'm going gee <laughs> guy's going so fast it ain't stopping wow and i'm in his line of path in the other lane coming that way and i'm going i have no escape route so uh, yeah you know the expletives came out i'm the yes. person on the phone, what's going on? What's you, you having a heart attack? What, what what's what's going on, Bill? And then you hear the ah. about ten feet from my car, it stops. Gas everywhere. People are in a panic. Wow. This guy ain't coming out of the car, gal, whatever, who was ever in there. I'm going, I gotta, I gotta go help somebody. And then the other car that looked like before he tapped the the sidewalk mm-hmm. looked like it tapped his bumper. But it was a young girl that got out, and she was running there screaming hysterically. And, you know, we're trying to get the car door open, it was jammed. Did the back door. And this guy that came up grabbed the guy, threw him over the seat, and pulled him out, threw him on the ground. I said, you know, then I said, hey, you can't touch the guy. He's he could have
0: a broken neck or something like that. You don't want yeah, to yeah, have a that spinal that stupid problem. girl yeah. turned his
1: head, and I'm like going, you touch him, you take responsibility. You have to wait until paramedics get there. The fire department gets there. Get back from the car. It's leaking gas. It's smoking. Get away from it. I call 911. Now, this is what's upsetting. 13 minutes, according to my phone records. It took them. Well, they answer. I went, this is 911. Please hold for a minute. Someone will be with you shortly. I thought I was calling, you know, uh American Express or, or something. something like that. Yeah. It, yeah.
0: You know, I'm sure Your call there,
1: I'm is all, important to us. And I'm going like, you know. The police station is two blocks down the road to the right, down a block. It's it, it uh, literally two minutes away. Yeah, but they don't know, and it took that long. So it was a terrible accident, you know. And that's pretty much the scene of that. It was it was kind of
0: crazy. Hi, thank you for calling nine one one. Your call is important to us, so please stand by, we'll get with you shortly. Then you hear elevator music. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, no. You've know, what kind of emergency service is this? <laughs> you been listening to Ten Minutes of Bill and Jim. <laughs> it's Auto Tech Talk on uh, Political
1: Podcast. Uh, well <laughs> no, it's a little show. bit
0: it's than, a- it's, no, it's actually more than a little bit just tech talk. It's into the personal life, of weekend life of Jim and Bill. Obviously, yeah, Bill, you have a more interesting yeah, a boring show. No, you have a more you have a more interesting weekend life than I do. I mean, heck, you have cars rolling at you and people screaming. Yeah, I felt like
1: that. I was in a slow motion, but it yes. was coming fast. Still, in one of those small, slow motion scenes that you see on TV where the car goes up oh, in yeah. the air, flips and turns sideways, and all this stuff. And I'm like, going,
0: what the hell?" We could talk more about this, Bill, but there are things happening in the world that are much bigger than. Yes. (laughs) Uh, All weekend long, uh, as you probably are aware, uh, there was full court press on to tear down the former president. Absolutely. They're doing everything they can to diminish the guy. Uh, They're trying to plant the seed of doubt into Trump supporters' minds, people who have been following him for years. Mm-hmm. They're trying to, to let people think, look it, the guy can't win anymore. He's a loser. I mean, I heard Paul Ryan on one of the talk shows saying, you know, when you follow Trump, he, you follow losses. I mean, where does he get that? Where in the name of heck? But the thing is, they want to make you, if you are a Trump follower, question whether you should be following the guy anymore. And trust me you'd be making a mistake to follow anyone else right now. I know you're saying, "Oh, how can you say that?" Look, no. I'm one of these people by the way that believes you dance for the person who took you to the ball. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's Trump is the guy who has proven to his supporters that he's reliable. Oh, he has an ego. Yeah, he loves he loves to be told how good he is because he he is good, you know? And and if you don't like the guy, all I would say is Look at what he did during his administration and tell me he did he did things that were wrong. He got the economy buzzing like it has never buzzed before. He had the border secured, and it would have been really secured if he'd had a few more months. I mean, mm-hmm. all you have to do is look at the things that Biden has done, the terrible things that he's done to our country in two years to see how good Trump was. But they don't want you to look at that. No, they—they're trying to force
1: us into certain things. They're pushing Ron DeSantis down our throats. Now, so far, I think he's a a nice guy. But as you mentioned, you know, he used to be under uh, what's his name, Paul Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. So you know, he's one of those proteges. And you got to realize, DeSantis really didn't have the popularity that he does now when he mimicked Trump and became a mini Trump and. Those out of the Democrats' mouths, let's say that, that he was a mini Trump. Now, has he done wonderful things there? Yes, he has. But do we really know him? No, no. we don't. And, we, you know, let us get to know this guy. But no, they're trying to diminish Trump, push this guy and push other thing. Now, why are they doing this? And some of these people doing the pushing, they sure loved the shift show when it was uh, in full, you know, in full production.
0: All, so, all he has to do right now, DeSantis, is say, I like President Trump. I'm, I'm supporting President Trump. I'm with him in 2024. That's all he has to do to—, to But he's dis- not doing that. He is not doing that. As a matter of fact, there are people out now raising money in his name. And he says, mm-hmm. well, it's not me. Well, they're raising money in his name. And— If somebody was raising money in my name and I didn't want it, I would get a a cease and desist order because it's not legal. It's it's a fraud. But he's not doing it. He's letting him build up a a war chest because in the back of his mind, I'm sure he thinks, well, I may have a shot. You know, it's a long time between now and 2024, and uh, Trump may not be the man... He is now in a year or two. They may, well, they may have torn his uh, image down.
1: And that's something he should take a look at. Look at what they're trying to do to Trump. They've thrown everything at Trump. Nothing has stuck in six years, but they keep throwing and trying and trying and trying. They're doing it again. You know, number one, they're attacking Joe Biden and his age. And the reason they're doing that, and the only reason they're doing that is they're trying to tie Trump to the age thing, too, to say, well, we need the next generation. Mm-hmm. And then, trust me, uh, you know, DeSantis, they've got a war chest in YouTube 2 and a, uh, a a folder of just smear. May not be true, but they got that folder, and they're going to keep throwing it out there,
0: and that's just the way it is. We didn't know Ron DeSantis um, from Shinola six years ago, seven, five years ago. We didn't know who this guy was. No. All of a sudden, he's a, a rising star. What has he done, really, to have people leave Trump to jump on his side of the, of the fence? I don't think he's done enough yet to warrant that. He seems like a nice guy, but I don't know if I totally trust him. Now, I, well, He comes from that Paul Ryan uh, club back in the D.C. A, a few years ago. I was, Paul Ryan, yeah, Romney, you and you whole, have the whole crew. You have to understand something. I was, like a lot of people, I was blinded by the light. I, I thought that uh, Romney and Paul Ryan were a, a good option for president and vice president. I trusted what they were saying. Of course, it was a different time. But Paul Ryan proved himself to be um, a swamp dweller. I'll just leave it mm-hmm. at that. He is a swamp dweller. He left politics. Now he's on the board of directors at Fox, and as soon as he gets on the board of directors of Fox, things start to change. Their approach to politics it does a right a left turn, let's say. I almost said right turn. There's a left turn. All of a sudden, you're not hearing stories about Trump anymore. You know, there was a time when if Trumps did something, there'd be a story on it. Not anymore. You don't see discussion about uh, why he's going back into the run for the presidency. The other night, uh, they were broadcasting from the Freedom Awards down in Hollywood, Florida, and mm-hmm. they had their, their panel of people there, and he had President Trump had only days, a day or two before announced his run for office, and you would have thought that would have been a perfect time to have like a panel discussion. They talked about everything else but that uh, decision, And That's because upstairs in corporate, and you and I have worked in broadcasting, some memo came down that said we're not going to give as much uh, attention to uh, President Trump and his run for the presidency this time around because we're not sold on him or whatever. Some edict came from on high, and that probably came from a guy like Paul Ryan. And if you don't think that Paul Ryan doesn't like President Trump, he was on, I believe, ABC this weekend, and he Mm -hmm. said— He's not, a, he's not into Trump. He doesn't think Trump should be the nominee. As a matter of fact, he said that uh, when you follow Trump, you follow losses. Now, how does that work out? I mean, just recently, he did 176 endorsements that won and like 18 that didn't win. You know, Those are good odds. But they're trying to create an image of a loser and yesterday's news. They don't want well, you to follow. and
1: they can do that because they own the media and if he can control the media, uh, we know the Democrats have controlled the media. So that tells me that that, you know, is a prime example of the deep state are They don't really care about two parties or anything like that uh, down the
0: world. They want to have one world, one voice. That's it. It's a done deal. I wanted to play something for you uh, before I forget. Uh, last week. Chuck Schumer, who is a
1: uh, nice guy,
0: nice. Uh, oh, another yeah, swamp right. dweller. He is. Um, he's been in politics too long. Now, mm-hmm. m- most people, if they have been in politics twenty years, twenty five years, and they're a conservative, at least in the old days, if somebody was a conservative, he was a conservative for his whole twenty five years. Mm-hmm. If he believed in certain things at the start of his. Uh, time in in government, usually he'd have the same basic beliefs when he left years later. Not Chuck Schumer. I'm going to play for you what he said last week. I want you to listen to this. This is Chuck, Chucky Chuck Schumer talking about the immigrant.
2: Now
3: more than ever, we're short of workers uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are
0: here. Okay, let's go back down about 13 years, okay? He all was in right. office. <laughs> would you believe? Here's what Chuck Schumer said about uh, illegals about 13 years ago.
3: We must create a system that converts the current flow of primarily low-skilled illegal immigrants into the United States into a more manageable and controlled flow of legal immigrants who can be absorbed by our economy. Let me elaborate. The first of these seven principles is that illegal immigration is wrong, plain and simple. Until the American people are convinced that we will stop future flows of illegal immigration, we will make no progress on dealing with the millions of illegal immigrants who are here now and on rationalizing our system of legal immigration. It's plain and simple and unavoidable. When we use phrases like undocumented workers, We convey a message to the American people that their government is not serious about combating illegal immigration, which the American people overwhelmingly oppose. If you don't think it's illegal, you're not going to say it. I think it is illegal and wrong, and we have to change it. Above all else, the American people want their government to be serious about protecting the public enforcing the rule of law, and creating a rational system of legal immigration that will proactively fit our needs rather than reactively responding to future waves of illegal immigration. People who enter the United States without our permission are illegal aliens, and illegal aliens should not be treated the same as people who entered the U.S. legally. To the advocates for strong, fair, effective, comprehensive immigration reform, and I'm certainly one, I say to you that the American people will never accept immigration reform unless they truly believe that their government is committed to ending future illegal immigration. And any successful comprehensive immigration reform bill must recognize this fact.
0: Okay, so there he is, same guy, 13 years, completely different, 180 degrees. Then and now. Who do you believe? I believe that he is a, a
1: tool is what he is. He's being led around on a string. But you know what? The immigration question has been around a long time. You can go back to the uh, George W. Bush, Thousand Bright Lights. Uh, you can go back to with, Ronald uh, Reagan. Yeah, Well, what I was saying the debate with Ronald Reagan, because they talked about immigration and what to do. And they explained it, you know, but you know and everyone's used that labor thing and all of that stuff and we got to find a path and i'm sitting there going is this slave labor we're bringing them in for you there's so many questions here i don't think labor is really the issue the issue is uh, there's something more to it now maybe not back then but we need to get our stories our act together and go back to the fact that we need to defend our border we we're not saying you can't come here but there's got to be a path for you to get here and a reason you've got to come here and meld in and be a part of a productive part of our society not change the landscape
0: if i remember correctly ronald reagan was anti-illegal alien he did not he wasn't in favor of illegals coming across and taking our jobs um i remember like in 1985 i believe When he was, uh, something major happened, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he was, uh, he just was a staunch believer in legal immigration. To hear Chuck Schumer talk right now, you would have thought he was a Reagan Republican. The way he's talking, it's just wrong, he's saying, and it can't happen, all this nonsense. Then he turns around, now you hear him now, come on in, make them citizens, let them have kids. We're not reproducing, They they can reproduce for us. Well, of course, we're not reproducing. We're not letting people who are pregnant uh, go to term. Yeah, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. Yeah. And you know what? Now, legitimately,
1: for men, sperm rates are down. and, and uh, But that's a global thing. Now, why is it a global thing? How long has this been going on? Bringing people across the border is not going to solve the issue. You know, what you know, we don't know it. what we're
0: taking. We don't know what's in our systems, really. No, we, have, we don't. I we mean, have so many drugs in our system right now. I mean, I think of myself with uh, blood pressure meds and all these different, all these things that help you do uh, live better. They say, you know, there used to be a slogan: "Live better through chemistry." Uh, well, that's wrong. Well, it. You it know? Well, the thing is, we have all this stuff in our system. We don't totally know all of the side effects. I believe.
1: No, we don't. That well, they do those little disclaimers, but we tend to avoid those because we hear, "Oh, you'll feel glorious," you know, and boom, you know, it has the side effects. It may cause have.
0: suicidal thoughts, you know. If you find yourself parked in a car on a bridge thinking about driving off, it might be a side effect from this medication. Yeah. Um, they have so many uh drugs out there and the pharmaceutical companies, I think they showed their true colors during the pandemic with with this, uh, the vaccines. Do you know, speaking of vaccines, we talked about this before the show started. In Canada, mm-hmm. there's uh, a doctor who's on the government payroll. And he said he believes that uh, if you are somebody who doesn't believe in being vaccinated, it is a mental disorder and that it should be treated as such, meaning you should be uh, given some kind of Medication, so that you will become uh, subservient, so you'll fall in line, so you'll take the the medication. What he was saying was, if you didn't get vaccinated, you're mentally ill, and you need to be medicated. That is so far out, and Canada usually is only a few months ahead of us with their their uh, their thoughts. I mean, take don't... that to the next step, though. You know, well, you know.
1: You don't want to be vaccinated. You're mentally ill. We'll give you a drug so that we can control your mind, and you will comply. You're an election denier? Well, take this pill, so you will comply. You didn't vote for Biden, and you're not going to vote for Biden. Take this pill and comply. It's going to happen, most likely, and there's the proof. Canada will be the
0: test. Jim Jordan and James Comer, uh, two representatives, Join Maria Bartiromo on Sunday morning on her program Sunday Morning Futures, which is pretty good. Representative Comer is on the House Oversight Committee. He's a ranking member, and he announced earlier this week that as a chairman, he will be investigating the Joe Biden and Biden crime family. But he said, make no mistake, this is an investigation into Joe Biden. He was specific. It was an interesting conversation. I got uh, some clips from it. Listen.
4: Uh, James Comer, let me kick this off with you and get your take on this 150 uh, suspicious activity reports. Most people will never get a suspicious activity report, right? What is it and how come they were flagged by the banks? 99.99%
5: of Americans will never get a suspicious activity report. These were created after September 11th for the government to be able to track suspicious foreign tractions coming in to fund terror sales. It's expanded over time to help law enforcement uh, track things like money laundering. But when a bank files a suspicious activity report, that's the bank notifying the federal government that we're pretty certain our client has committed a crime. Hunter Biden and Jim Biden have at least 150 of these. We believe Joe Biden's name was on some of those accounts. That's why we want them. But the, the suspicious activity reports are very detailed as to why the bank uh, suspected that criminal activity was taking place by the Bidens.
4: Well, look, I've said it from day one. This is not a Hunter Biden story. This is a Joe Biden story because they were basically selling access to Joe Biden. We know we have all the emails, the big guy email where where Joe Biden was supposed to be holding 10% equity into CEFC, the Chinese energy company. Mm -hmm. How are we supposed to trust that the commander-in-chief of America is going to make the right decisions on behalf of America when he's taking in all of this money? Hunter Biden's been paying his bills that also is indicative that he right. was clearly the one uh, that they were
5: selling right that's very troubling what we showed at the press conference was a map of the united states in chinese where all the natural gas distributors were highlighted and the business model that hunter biden was presenting to the chinese was a way for china to come in and not only buy liquefied natural gas from america but also to start buying ownership in the drillers so that china could start taking ownership in our american energy company and remember we also showed emails and text messages that showed joe biden was going to be a 10 percent equity owner in this business he was even going to have office space in this business this is very troubling at a time when america's faced with record high energy prices because of bad policies from this administration
0: i love it they have a map and it's 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 the legends and stuff and uh the markings are, are in chinese well, have you
1: ever wondered that's amazing why China is buying all this land, farmland, uh land in Texas, land in North Dakota, all over the place. You can speculate a lot of things, but it's, you know, bottom line, yeah, they probably want to spy on us, but the other thing is they want our resources and
0: unfortunately in a lot of instances they bought and paid for it. Thing is, he and, said that while we were looking at them buying the farmland we weren't paying attention to the fact that they were trying to buy up fuel companies, too. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. We were, we were distracted a few months ago when all of a sudden we started talking about all the farmland the Chinese are trying to buy. Yeah. At, the, at the same time, we didn't know this, they were trying to buy natural gas companies and things like that and buy into them, controlling mm-hmm. interest so that they could control our fuel.
1: Well, those gas companies have the mineral rights and the properties that they sit on. They may not own the land but they have the mineral rights and you know the the where for all or the, the the they purchased the rights to go ahead and drill there and get to those resources so that means China has bought into them and that is scary as hell what are we going to take it away from them
0: well or they're saying they go to war over well this? they're saying that uh th- there may be some laws put into place where yes they don't take it away they forcibly buy it back from foreign entities. You can make it not just about China. They can work it in.
1: Well, uh, we need to sit there and take control of our resources and probably put some laws in place so that once we fix it, it never happens again.
0: Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Jim Jordan in the House Judiciary Committee, he's the ranking member. He said on Sunday that as chairman, he'll be investigating the uh, politicized Department of Justice.
4: Jim Jordan, what did we hear on Friday from Merrick Garland? The Attorney General, uh, the DOJ lead person, puts a special counsel on the Trump investigations. Where is the special counsel on the Biden family influence peddling?
2: Well, I think it's just one more example of how political the Justice Department has become, and it's why 14 whistleblowers have come and told us that, 14 FBI agents. But I want to go back. I want to go back to May of 2013. The Inspector General at the Treasury Department Department issues a report and says Obama's IRS targeted conservatives. In our, in our investigation at that time, we discovered that the Department of Justice was trying to find ways to prosecute the very people who Obama's IRS targeted. And, and Maria, guess who? Guess who was the, the lead person at the Justice Department looking for ways to target and prosecute the very people Lois Lerner went after? Jack Smith, the guy Merrick Garland just named as special counsel to go after President Trump. Now think about this in the broad sense. In 2016, they spied on President Trump's campaign. In 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. In 2020, they suppressed the Hunter Biden story just days before the most important election we have. And in 2022, 91 days before the midterm election, they raided President Trump's home. And then this week, Three days after President Trump announces he's running for president, one day after Mr. Comer did his press conference, guess what? Merrick Garland says, we're going to put in as the special counsel the very individual who was at the Justice Department and was looking for ways to prosecute the people Lois Lerner and Obama's IRS targeted. If that's not a political Justice Department, I don't know what is. So this is why we're going to look into this issue, and we're going to get to the bottom of everything they've been doing at the politicized... DOJ.
0: Okay, so Kevin McCarthy has said uh, to Marjorie Taylor Greene that I'm not going to fund it. Uh, We're not going to fund the special counsel. But I don't trust Kevin McCarthy. I don't know about you, but I think uh, he has done things in the past. He's shown himself when it was politically uh, expedient for him to do so as being a buddy to President Trump. When President Trump was President McCarthy would be smiling next to him, and when he was in trouble, you know, with uh, with people, uh, in January six trouble, he jumped ships like like a like a a rat. He started saying things like, "I'm going to ask him to resign." Mind you, this was two weeks from when he was supposed to leave office anyway. But Kevin McCarthy wanted to show that he wasn't on the side of Trump. He didn't want any of. Uh, the stuff that was happening to Trump to rub off on him. So do you trust Mm -hmm. him being speaker of the house?
1: No, I don't. I, that's what I was uh, going to say is I don't trust the man. Now, Adam Schiff says McCarthy is weak. He's a weak leader. And of course uh, he says that Marjorie Taylor Greene is leading him around. You know, he's got, you know, she's got him uh, tied uh, to him, to her, to her little finger, however you want to say it. But he's saying, and McCarthy has said, well, you know, There are three Democrats that are going to lose the committees that they're on. Well, Schiff, you know, take a whiff, you know, the Schiff show is over. But I don't trust Kevin uh, as far as I could throw him. These are strange times, and I will say this, you know, based on the, the whole story that we just went through. I think between now and when the new Congress takes over, you are going to see a lot of desperate moves, them going after Trump, them making up stuff. Hell, up in Manhattan, they're uh, doing a thing on uh, rent and taxes while I guess he was president. I really didn't get to the bottom of the story, but they're doing another attack and a smear campaign that came out over the weekend. And they're going to keep going. But And then uh, William Barr came out and said, oh, well, he's likely to be indicted, which will not stop him from running for president or becoming president. But they are going to do some desperate acts, I think, coming up.
0: What we're realizing, I believe, is we're seeing how many people that we thought were on his side really weren't on his side. I mean, we have Nikki Haley saying she may run for the presidency on TV, and she's never run in a a race where she's lost. Like, she's trying to make it sound like she's not going to do it unless she wins. Nikki, save your money. You haven't got a chance. I don't care. It's, it's a it's a waste of money because people out here in the hinterlands, people out here in the wilderness, in middle America, we know who are sincere and who are just in it for themselves. Guys like Paul Ryan, he'll never get back into politics. He's, there's too many people out here that hate him. Guys like uh, Mike Pence, he used to walk around Proud of being the vice president under Donald Trump, and he'd say all these wonderful things. It was all because it it served him well to be that way. You know, this guy uh, Pence, he thinks he could actually run for the presidency, and he's trying. But you know, now he is
1: straddling a fence, trying to win over those, those, those. Uh, everybody calls us Trumpers. Well, whatever you want to call us, he's trying to win us over. And Pence, you already showed your colors. Yeah, Uh, You made a critical mistake and live with it. Doesn't mean that you can't go on, live with it, but you're not going to be president, Mr. Pence.
0: James Comer had more to say.
4: James Comer, how do they keep getting away with all of this politicizing? Are you going to subpoena Joe Biden? Are you going to subpoena all of those involved in allowing China and the Communist Party to get inside the gates of America by paying off? certain individuals like the biden family
5: we're going to subpoena whoever the investigation leads us to subpoena Uh, we're serious about this we're going to start with the bank records we need those bank records you've seen countless emails and text messages where hunter has complained about having to keep his father up there's no question that joe biden was receiving benefit from hunter biden hunter biden's only source of income We're our adversaries in China and Russia. So this is very concerning. The the American people deserve answers. Uh, We deserve to know if we have a White House that's compromised by China, and that's going to be our priority in the House Oversight Committee. Well, talk to
4: us about these transactions, because, you know, they've tried to leak to the press that Hunter Biden is going to be charged with tax issues. Is it because he wasn't paying taxes on all of the money that Chinese officials and Ukrainian officials and Russian officials were wiring into his account?
5: Right, yeah. He has at least a $2 million tax bill with the IRS. I don't know how many people you know that owe the IRS over $2 million, but Hunter Biden is one of them. But honestly, Maria, the tax evasion is the least of Hunter Biden's problems. And my fear is if the DOJ... Indict Hunter Biden, then that will essentially protect him from a congressional subpoena from the House Oversight Committee. So I'm not advocating for Hunter Biden to be indicted. I'm not advocating for a special counsel because I believe that if uh, if the Treasury Cabinet and if the banks will work with us, we'll be able to get answers to the most important questions on the House Oversight.
0: So understand something, OK? If you find yourself being surprised at stuff coming out in the next uh, few weeks and months about Biden... And and you're shocked. My goodness, he did that. He did that. Understand something. This should have come out in October of 2020. This right. was stuff that should have come out in October of 2020 when Tony Bobulinski sat down with Tucker Carlson and did an hour interview and explained all of this stuff to, to the world. And mainstream media laughed at him or ignored him altogether.
1: Yeah, at whose behest or whose suggestion did they do it? I mean, that it's proof that the media is owned, paid, and bought, uh, and they will do whatever apparently the left tells them to do. And that's pretty sad when you look at the, you know, the the picture of the free world, America. We ain't so free here.
0: Well, w- there are a lot of people manipulating us. There are a lot yeah. of people uh, trying to massage stories to their benefit. We've been living not just in the last four to six years. I think we've been living in the last 50 years in mm-hmm. a country that. Uh, Creates their own narrative. You know what I'm saying? They write their own scripts. They feed us stories. We've got to do this because I think back to when I was a kid, the Vietnam War. I lost a lot of, not a lot, but I lost several friends of mine in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. These guys were good guys. They didn't deserve to uh, die. They were courageous and they were patriotic and they were doing it for their country. But it was a war that probably we shouldn't have been involved with. We probably Not had probably, no business. we shouldn't have been. We had no business being over there. What was the end game for us? You know, they used to throw out, well, we're protecting our country from communism. The odds of communism coming over from Vietnam were slim to naught. Point is, we entered into a war that we had no plans
1: to win. You don't get into a war unless you plan to win it, there were no plans to win the Vietnam War, so what the hell were we doing there?
0: We were trying to move our our area of influence into Southeast Asia, and Mm -hmm. we had no business being there. You know, when you think about it, we should have been protecting our country, period. For the last 50 years, we should have been fortifying our, our borders so that you'd never have a situation like we have now. They said... 2 million have come across. Then they said 5 million. And President Trump said, oh, come on, folks. It's over 10 million already. Over yeah, 10 million. I was going to say,
1: yeah. And when you go by the percentage of population, that's actually a pretty big sum of people that are here. And how you fix it? Well, he wants to find them and deport them all.
0: Well, I believe. How big is uh, Cleveland? Probably 3 million, 2 million people. Pittsburgh is about uh, a million and a half people. Boston, for example, probably around 4 million people. Philadelphia, six, yeah. Philadelphia maybe 6 million people, maybe 10 million people is bigger than some of our major markets in this country. Boston and Philly put
1: together might be your 10 million people. Take all that population and that's what we have here illegally. And think about it. You know, the money they're getting is your money. You know, they're taking food out of your kids' mouths. And I'm not trying to be a mean person. You know, you can come to the United States, but you do it legally like uh, your parents might have. It, or your grandparents might have. It. And they went to Ellis Island. They stayed, it, and they, they stayed there and then they waited to be vetted into the country. And
0: boom. There are health issues that aren't oh, yeah. unaddressed when you come across illegally. People may be coming across with tuberculosis, polio, uh, all these COVID all these things that may be coming with these people, and because they're coming in illegally, they're not being addressed. Um, mm. that, that by itself should be enough. We have terrorism. We have, we have people who are coming in from not just Mexico, not just uh, Central America. They're coming in from Iran. They're coming in from Southeast Asia. They're coming in from the Ukraine. I mean, how, why are these people doing coming across our southern border? Because they can. Because Joe Biden and his administration let him in. And guys like Mayorkas will get up and say the border is secure. Listen to this. This is uh, Senator Josh Hawley grilling Mayorkas last week.
6: My question then, if, if you're not censoring speech and if you're not treating Americans as domestic terrorists – then why is it that you're pressuring big tech to treat american citizens as if they're threats to the homeland why are you pressuring them to censor speech let, let me just let me just take let's take a look at some new documents that have come to light that show what your administration is doing this administration is doing to censor speech Let's take a look at this email from July 16th, 2021. It's over my shoulder here. Facebook emailing HHS saying, I know our teams met today to better understand the scope of what the White House expects from us on misinformation going forward. Are you familiar with that email? No. Let's try another one. And
7: if I should. How about, hold
6: on. Hold on. That, 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 hold on. Uh, hold on. E-M-D-H-S. Hold on. Hold, hold uh, We'll get to that. You're not familiar with this. All right. Let's try a different one. Here's one from July 20th, 2021. The White House emails Facebook saying, any way we can get this pulled down? 46 seconds later, Facebook responds, yep, we're on it. Are you familiar with that email? No. Okay, how about, how about this one? July 23rd, 2021. Facebook employee... Writes to HHS, says, thank you for taking the time to meet today. Wanted to make sure you saw the steps we took just this past week to adjust policies and what we are removing with respect to misinformation. Are you familiar with that one? Uh,
7: Senator, we do not instruct.
6: Just, just, yes, just yes or no? Uh,
7: no, because I'm the okay. secretary of DHS.
6: Well, I'm asking you that because it's funny you say that. A federal judge has just found as a finding of fact, Mr. Secretary, that your office, and I'm going to quote now, is supervising the nerve center of federally directed censorship. It's a federal judge and a federal lawsuit. You are supervising the nerve center of federally directed censorship. Here's another email, August 20th, 2021. Facebook writes again to HHS and highlights that Facebook is increasing the strength of our demotions for COVID and vaccine-related content. April 16th, 2021, Rob Flaherty at the White House circulates a Zoom meeting invitation to Twitter employees stating White House staff will be briefed by Twitter on vaccine misinformation. We have example after example of this administration coordinated, apparently, according to a federal court by your agency, pressuring, coercing social media companies to engage in censorship. Is that constitutional?
7: That is unequivocally false.
6: It's what the emails show.
7: It is unequivocally false, Senator.
6: You are not pressuring the big tech companies to take down accounts. You are not meeting with them to ask them to censor on your behalf.
7: That is correct. We are not.
6: You're not having any meetings with them whatsoever.
7: Uh, we meet with um, the tech companies. How often? To address to address. The homeland security mission
6: how often do you meet with them
7: for example for example online child sexual exploitation is a scourge in this country and we have an obligation to address it
6: you're saying that that no one in your office has ever met with coordinated or otherwise engaged in any contact with a social media company in which you spoke to them about vaccine mandates about uh covid mask mandates about the withdrawal from Afghanistan, about the, about the current uh, U.S. involvement in Ukraine. None of that has ever happened.
7: I, I don't know what you're referring to, Senator. and I can Read the uh, emails. And I can tell you this. Well, you've, you've actually cited emails outside of our department. But if, I've uh,
6: cited a federal judge who says your department is engaged in supervising the nerve center of federally directed censorship. Here's my point, Mr. Secretary. It has been established for years in this country, as you very well know because you're a lawyer that the federal government may not use private third parties to engage in activities that are unconstitutional. That's exactly what you and this administration are doing. You are leveraging private companies to carry out censorship on your behalf. It's dystopian, but worse than that, it's unconstitutional.
0: Mayorkas is is amazing. He is such an incredible liar. Let Let me point something out there. He had the audacity to say, Child sex exploitation is a scourge in this country, a mm. scourge in this country. Well let me tell you, he is allowing more child trafficking than any other any other uh, time in our history to come to come across the southern border. Uh, so much so that I believe that they're going to be in this uh, new house committee when they're investigating right. Biden looking into his connection to child trafficking. I mean Bill, they're coming across with no parents. They, they're saying that the person who's bringing them is a relative, only mm-hmm. to find out as soon as they're across the border that that person wasn't a relative. That was a handler. Yeah. That, that kid was being these kidnapped. these kids are on a bus going somewhere, on a plane going somewhere that we don't even know. The, the, the administration, as we see it right now, is doing so many things that are illegal and and mm-hmm. then i never thought i'd see in my lifetime we have them allowing an invasion to occur they showed some uh, high tech photography the other day of right. people coming across the southern border bill and mm-hmm. it was a nighttime thing but they were it was a heat a heat sensor what do they right. call it i guess a forward looking infrared camera a FLIR camera that uh, was right. being used yeah
1: it gets the heat signature you I could know what you're s- about infrared
0: you could see hundreds of people walking down this road not disorganized but in 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 lock step almost as if they were a military unit you know maybe four o'clock uh, six across and then uh, ten rows and they were walking like they were in a parade what are they being promised well who are they i was thinking when i was yeah. looking at this is this is this a group of illegals or is this a military unit that is coming into our country that we don't even know about an invasion force an invasion exactly right mm-hmm. so we have we have these people allowing uh, this administration allowing uh, children to be trafficked into our country and taken to anywhere they want to go in the in the uh, In the United States, their handler can get on an airplane, take them up to Westchester County for distribution. I mean, this is sick. And this guy has the audacity to bring it up like they're doing something about it. This guy Mm -hmm. looked into the camera last week, Mayorkas, and said, we don't have a border problem. We don't have a border security problem. to me, as a numbskull average Joe, I would have thought that would be these statements of a of a traitor, to be doing yeah, what well, he's doing.
1: Yeah, you have to identify who's we. Who do you mean? You know, who do you mean we? Because I'm not a part of that we. we but got I'm not into semantics.
0: Cross. He, were, he was asked a question. Do we have a border problem? No. He said no.
1: He, he dodged a lot of questions there, too, because he didn't want to answer it. Now, they get a little testy when they're, just answer yes or no. If you've ever been in, uh, deposed or anything like that, and they go, just answer the question, yes or no, or you're in trial, yes or no. You know, and they it, say it, things it, like,
0: it's, it's it's simple. It's simply a yes and no answer. You don't have to go into a long dissertation.
1: Well, it is if you're trying to uh, defend yourself or hide something, and that's when you go, you know, I don't recall or anything like that. I'm This is legal mumble jumble. but the point is, Mayorkas is hiding the fact of what they're really up
0: to and what they're doing, and that's obvious. I wanted to play Could something be. for you before we uh, leave, and we're running out of time. Um, this was in my, uh, Maricopa County. People mm-hmm. in our country are starting to get very angry, very, very angry about what's happening with their elections. Just things in general with government. I'm an old guy, and I don't get out as much as I used to, but uh, there are a lot of people out there, younger people, who are ticked off. This was at a uh, a meeting with the, I guess, the, uh, the electoral people down there in Maricopa County and the citizens. Listen. Mr. Baker?
8: Good morning. Once again... The eyes of the world are upon Maricopa County for another botched election. Am I here to accuse you of stealing the vote? Heavens no, for that would make me a terrorist, wouldn't it? Let me ask you. If you took your life savings to a bank and the teller put them in a machine and the machine kicked out one out of four of your bills and the teller said, don't worry, we'll put them in box three over here and we'll let you know how many were in there later. We'll send them off to a separate location and someone will be sure to get back to you and tell you how much money you have. Would you be okay with that? No, you would not be okay with that. Now ask yourself the question, which is more valuable, your vote or your money? Now ask a lobbyist that same question. Now ask a campaign manager that question. Now ask Mark Zuckerberg that question, which is more valuable, your money, or your vote, or your country, or this world, or the corruption that is taking over every single county in this nation? And then you look into your own soul and you look back at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Good day. Thank you. Wow.
0: You are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. I would submit it's not just Maricopa County. It's in a lot of other places right now,
1: too. Yeah, he really got worked up there. He's got to be careful, but yeah, he's right. Exactly right. So
0: I'm glad he did. I mean, some at some point, people got to get a little ticked off. They got to vent. got to get a lot ticked off. Yeah. there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Oh, there sure is. Let's see another news. I don't know whether you heard about this, Bill, but there's a guy who works for uh, for Oculus. Well, he worked for Oculus. I guess that's right. uh, that's what, Facebook's? Company or am I right? They're connected. Yeah, they're,
1: my 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 kids into that. The virtual reality goggles, and you can play games, and you're in the game.
0: Yes, of course. Well, he said he developed a, a virtual reality headset that, when the gamer died in the in the game, mm-hmm. it would it would explode. The headset would explode and kill the gamer. You you got to wonder, you know, I guess you only played it once. You know, And I don't know about you, Bill. Have you ever played video games? Do you know a lot? I mean, I play Call of Duty all you know, the time, and I'm always yeah, getting see, killed. Yeah, see,
1: you play that. You play that. Uh, my sons play Call of Duty and a whole bunch of other games. It's just something I've never gotten into, although right there, is a big bad beast gaming computer. Yeah, I built it for production use. You know, mm-hmm. voiceover sure. stuff and things like that, and it does video. But it actually has all the the, the video capture stuff and everything. You can do the gaming. Mm-hmm. I just don't. But everyone's going, you got a really bad computer there. You know, meaning good. That you ought to play.
0: And I'm sitting there going,
1: eh,
0: maybe I will. I don't know. I, but here's the thing, though. I, just I don't want to with with my Call of Duty, Bill. Every game you get from Call of Duty, you have to learn it, which means that when you're you're yeah, learning it, you're not going to do well on the first out- yeah, outing. which means you're getting quote killed in the game. That's how they end the game. Oh, well, I see. So if this thing blows your head up, man, thing- that would really <laughs> blow me up. That would take. That blows the whole game for me. One shot, you're the done. Experience. Literally and figuratively. The guy's name, by the way, is is Palmer Lucky. You got to love that name. Now, that has to be a pseudonym, I would think. Palmer. Well, I Lucky. think
1: he should do a live stream and show us how it works. How this game works. Play <laughs> it, yeah. You know. Boy, wouldn't that get a big following there? And watch this guy. You know, there was a movie like that once called Scanners, where you know you could look at somebody and get in their mind, and they they would blow up, and that's what everybody watched it for, watching heads blow up. But <laughs> this is kind of sick that you would make a game. But don't you? I don't wonder. even know that that's legal.
0: Don't you wonder who's really out there making these games for us? I mean, what kind of mind is is putting this stuff together? If this guy figures out a way to actually kill the person who's playing the game, I mean, the other yeah. thing I was thinking about was before I heard that the headset exploded, literally. Right. I thought, is he doing something to, to the brain that's making you die? Well, that was my first thing until you said, "Well, it blows blows up,"
1: you know. The game that'll blow you away.
0: Well, can they can they brainwash you when you're playing those games?
1: Sure, you can brainwash. I mean, look, you can do it with uh, words, uh, all kinds of ways that you can do it, uh, mind manipulation. <clears throat> so they could. I mean, that could be happening right now with uh, Oculus and just regular games. You can get into people's heads. But So do
0: you think that's what happened it, to Biden?
1: <laughs> how do you get into that head? I mean... <laughs> I mean, you know, you just know. set me up for a numbskull <laughs> joke, and I'm going to leave it alone.
0: You wise guy.
8: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and a nyack, nyack here. <laughs>
0: uh, also, speaking of Biden, do you know all of the trips he's taken on the weekends back and forth to Delaware? Back and forth and back and forth. Do you know it's cost us taxpayers $11 million? Really? Um, yeah. He doesn't just pack up Jill and head down in the family car. Every time he goes from Washington to Delaware, he takes three helicopters, or, you know, he has the primary one that he's in. Then he has two mm-hmm. decoys that fly with him. So, so, so that if you happen to be uh, out there with some. Bad plans, right? You have to figure out which. It's like a shell game, you know. Which yeah, one? Which one say, is so he so in? hide
1: the shell, it's hide the numbskull. Okay, <laughs>
0: exactly. Which one is he in? So, um, and then he goes down there with S- Secret Service, a ton of them, I'm sure. And everywhere he goes, I think that he, he has the the beast has to be shipped down there. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go down there with like the company, like I said, the family car. He's down there with the beast. They have to get that down to to Delaware. It's it's not an inexpensive deal. 11 million yeah. bucks total so far. And you that's, know, I got to think, though, mm-hmm. with Biden as president,
1: you know, you got to wonder about the—seriously, the, you got to wonder about the safety of the president. You know, and I honestly don't believe he's on anybody's hit list uh, because there are probably other foreign countries with agents against us that are going— Leave that clown in the office. He's doing us more good than he is harm. You know, yeah. the only
0: the only place he's hurting is us. Well, you know? he's, he's hurting 90%, I think, of the people in the country. Even the people who don't realize the damage he's doing, he's still doing damage to them, too. They just don't realize it. You know, there's, there's, there's people out there. I have friends. I have good friends of mine, guys I've known for years, who are staunch liberals and— if I sat down and had a, a, a conversation with them, I'm sure it would be difficult to uh, to do because they don't really read the facts. They're all it's all emotions for the left. Oh, I don't like his attitude, yeah. or I don't like what he gets uh, so nasty in his tweets, things like that. Or he'll say, you know, he's going to take away abortion, and I and I, I have to say I say to myself, do they pay any attention to the news? Because Nothing's changed other than the fact that the federal government is not involved anymore. It's the states, but right. the states decide how it's going to be, you know, implemented in their states. That's all. Um, you know, they try to silence this to the left, and when they post something,
1: they really get offended if you ask a question anything about it. You know, you post something. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, you're a denier. Yeah. And 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 I'm going to delete you as a friend. Well, on behalf of all of us deniers, we just want to say thank you. Bye. Thank <laughs> yes. you. And you know what? I know that I'm ticking them off right now by saying thank you for deleting me as a friend because you see, mm-hmm. people have this in in inherited thing to where they can't just give something up. They got to come back and troll you.
0: Oh, I know. So, I know. <laughs> I, I, right I, I have. I had an old Thank friend. You. I had an old friend in mind, who another liberal right. Who he when he found out we were doing the podcast and he listened, he started to become uh, irritated because he didn't like what he was hearing. You know, so I, uh, I, tur- I turned off the comment. <laughs> I figured let let him post to whoever he wants to post to, but not to me. Uh, and I just don't don't need the grief. I don't. I'm sure you feel the same way. I think yeah. that I'm right and I think that my, my right is based upon facts and I think the other side has a right to feel the way they want to feel even though I think their opinions aren't based on facts because if they paid attention to what's going on out there really, they would see the, uh, the, the seriousness of everything, you know? They they fact checked everything, and the funny thing is, I went back and I said, well, "Who are these
1: fact checkers?" Well, the fact checkers are liberal media sources that created the fact checking group to fact check the right. So, in other words, if they don't agree with you, ah, it's bupkis. You know, oh, it's by, bogus. It's by,
0: by the way, the guy who um who has lost thirty two billion dollars in cryptocurrency. For all the investors mm-hmm. out there, Sam Sam bankman Freed, that 30-year oh, nice Wunderkind, that 30-year mm-hmm. guy who was described as this generation's, how do they put it, this generation's J.P. Morgan. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I want you to know that, rest assured, he's still comfortable and still uh, in the Bahamas living in his $10 million uh, condo, even as we speak. He hasn't been arrested. No handcuffs. Nope. He's uh, it hey, nice. To know. It's yeah, only you thirty-two know, billion, Bill. Come on. You know,
1: I could steal an ice cream sandwich. You know, out of the freezer <laughs> of the, the the stop and go or something like and that, and then
0: arrest you.
1: <laughs> and be arrested, and I'd be waiting a long time for my trial. At which point in time they go, "You're a grown man. You know better than this." We're going to put you in a cell <laughs> under the cornerstone of the jail.
0: Yes. So you're going to rot. And I'd like you to meet your, your new bunk mate, Killer. <laughs> yeah. Killer Cicelo.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, killer, listen, yeah. we, ha- we have done it. Uh, by the way, if you want to contact us, 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868, and...
1: And well there's that mail thing mail at it's day.com. that's to the podcast mm-hmm. you can also do mail at crNamerica.com because that's where we stream the shows by the way we invite other shows uh, if you'd like to be on the stream check it out listen to it it's there mm-hmm. crNamerica.com and there's an app one of the apps is available the the Apple has taking a little time but the Google apps out there at the Google Play Store CRN America
0: it's it's amazing. No brainer
1: on that one. This thing—we're
0: we're becoming media giants as we speak. It's amazing. Have yourself a wonderful day, Kimochi.
1: You too. I'm a mogul in my own mind. <laughs> yes, <you are. laughs>
0: Get him his limo. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America.